Hi, welcome back to another edition of the Spy Bar podcast. Uh, this week's uh, podcast a bit later this week, so uh, the uh, European Tour, PGA Tour are already off and running. Uh, I'll still go through a little bit about uh, what to expect over the weekend um, there, but I think uh, first and foremost, I was keen to get a podcast out, even though it's a bit late, um, because I think quite a lot happened over the last uh, week or so in the world of golf. Um, I think the only place we can really start uh, is around um, the Honda Classic last week and Azinger's comments uh, at the beginning of the broadcast on Sunday, um, which were somewhat disparaging and disrespectful towards uh, the European Tour and, by extension, um, some of the uh, merits of um, the careers that the likes of kind of uh, uh, Lee Westwood, I would suppose, in particular. Um, you know all the merits that he's done in, in only winning one PGA Tour event. I know he and uh, Westwood had a bit of a set to on the Saturday, apparently as well. So, um, look, if you didn't see or hear the comments, um, there was certainly a lot going on on social media. So, I mean, effectively, what he said was t- Tommy was obviously leading the event after 54 holes going into the last round, um, and he basically said, "You can win as much as you want on that um, European Tour," and he. Have, effectively said it like that um but it doesn't matter until you win on the on the pga tour that's what matters um i think kind of the 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 context of what he's saying is not entirely wrong in so much that the best players in the world do play on the pga tour so there is a value in winning on the pga tour that is perhaps supersedes any of the other tours worldwide i think that's uh, not in doubt. However, the way he would it was delivered was just so disrespectful and arrogant um, that I mean, it just made him look like an ass. Uh, quite honestly, um, I would use other words, but I'm not sure I'm allowed to on iTunes. So um, he just he just made himself look like a fool. Um, I think it really on the back of some stupid comments he made last year when uh, when Molinari won the Arnold Palmer Invitational last year. He said that's the biggest win of his career. Um, I don't know whether he forgot that he actually you know, six months previously won the Open. Um, at Carnoustie. So, uh, you know, he's got a track record of putting his foot in his mouth. Uh, he did it again last week. Um, you know, he's a, he's a bit of a hick. He's a, uh, all the Americans, I would imagine, would love, would have loved those comments to a certain degree, but it just didn't play well, I think, outside of, uh, outside of the US. And I mean, like I said, there is some merit to what he is saying that uh, until you went on the PGA Tour, have you really made it um, in the sort of international psyche of people? Uh, but I think kind of degrading what the European Tour is all about. And in fact, actually, even Tommy Fleetwood's um, uh, merits to date. I mean, he's won um, three pretty big tournaments, um, all of which uh, you could put against pretty much any tournament on the PGA tour with um with regards to kind of the strength of the field i think perhaps the only one maybe it's two or three fields throughout the year that um you know he won back to back in abu dhabi um and that was when the likes of uh, dj who was world number one was playing at kepka and uh, lots of other big americans coming over patrick reed bryson dechambeau etc so i think with the yeah, I think that they would probably compare to pretty much any PGA Tour and supersede any PGA Tour event with the, the exception of the likes of sort of uh, the Memorial uh, Riviera and obviously this week the Players, uh, sorry, uh, next week the Players Championships, uh, maybe a couple of others. So Tommy's won big events, he knows how to win, he's a great player, uh, he'll win at some stage on the PGA Tour, um, just made himself look stupid. It was quite fascinating, I mean I just put a little comment out there 
on Twitter and almost instantaneously I was you know the amount of interaction I had uh was was ridiculous it was uh took me a bit, bit by surprise um just how quickly on both sides of the fence that that, that was coming down and I think you know my view is that I don't disagree with this comment that you have to win on the PGA Tour to be um, the best, but it doesn't devalue winning on the other tours. And there are other events on the other tours that stack up just as good as the PGA Tour. Um, I think he was just coming at it from a very biased, narrow-minded view. Uh, classic Azinger comments. Um, and classic Azinger comments, I would imagine, in a Ryder Cup year as well. So um, I just needed to get that off my chest before actually talking about the event itself, which delivered in spades it was a great great event um obviously um yeah from a from an english point of view yeah you obviously had tommy fleetwood who unfortunately didn't get it done but finally ended up finishing third and you had lee westwood and uh, luke donald in the mix great to see those stalwarts back in the mix too um but it was a great final round um tommy obviously went in with a shot lead um birdied the first couple of holes and then he struggled a little bit uh sung jae im who ended up winning the event was an absolute killer on the back nine he started off like a house on fire birding i think birding four out the first five holes um then a little wobble and then he was just stone cold over the last uh I think three or four holes just um you know around the bear trap just some of the some of the lines he was taking over water um just his aggressiveness was outrageous and just really fascinating to watch and then you had um Mackenzie Hughes who bless him couldn't buy uh, making a cut for the last uh, I think it was 19 missed cuts in a row he had uh, so just couldn't buy getting to a weekend all of a sudden just chipping in left right and center holding out 55 foot putts um he ended up coming second uh, couldn't quite get it done on the on the last hole um but it was just it was a fascinating watch and look tommy did have a chance he, he fought back valiantly on the back nine uh clutch 17th hole the par three hold a 20 foot putt to uh, to get within one stroke with the par five 18th um uh, had a three wood from the middle of the fairway uh, but it was a tough shot for him and he just he just flailed it a bit right so he was 25 feet right but 20 feet five, 25 feet right of that flag was in the middle of the water so um you know unfortunately for him he bogeyed and ended up coming uh, third on his own but look, another great week and it will come for him he's so talented 33 um cuts in a row that he's made which is the the furthest on the most on tour um in terms of consecutive cuts made at the minute um he's just uh, he's a class act and and he'll uh, he'll no doubt get it done but um i think uh, kudos to sung jae im uh, his first pga tour win the guy plays every single week he lives in hotels he admits he hasn't got a base to go to he just lives out of hotels he plays every sort of week and a testament i saw a stat um uh, on Justin Ray's Twitter where uh, in the last two years alone he has played 76 events worldwide um, you compare that to uh, the average amount of events that the top five has played in the world and the average t- top five player plays only 50 so he's played uh, 20, 26 more events over the last two years that's 13 events 13 extra weeks each year um, that he is playing golf versus the rest of the world so look, he's 21 years old Back-to-back weeks, we've had a 22-year-old in Hovland winning the Puerto R- in Puerto Rico and Sanjay M winning as a 21-year-old. Um, golf is in a very good place. Um, and speaking of 21-year-olds, uh, uh, the European Tour uh, had a 20-year-old, 21-year-old winner 
in Finn, uh, Finnish player Sami Valimaki, um, who won on his only his sixth European Tour start. Uh, so congrats to him. Um, you know, unbelievable uh, finish, and uh, and he basically won through just a phenomenal putting display. Um, he gained eleven strokes on the rest of the field uh, with the putter alone. Um, so that was the reason why he managed to get it done. He held a very long putt to get into the playoff um, and just was unbelievable with the putter during the playoff. So fair play to him in winning. Um, again, I mean, just a phenomenal start to his professional career, winning in his sixth start. And I, I suppose he's um, demonstrating a trend with Scandinavian golf. Um, I don't know what they're drinking or eating up there in Scandinavia at the minute, but there is some serious, serious talent coming through uh, from uh, from Scandinavia at the minute. I mean, you've obviously got uh, Victor Hovland's probably the best well-known uh, player, uh, Norwegian, and you know, his countryman Christopher Ventura has been playing pretty well on the Corn Ferry Tour and a couple of uh, PGA Tour events. Um, uh, Denmark has got the Hogard t- twins, uh, uh, Rasmus and Nikolai. Um, Rasmus has already won on the European Tour. He won the um, uh, Afro-Asia uh, Mauritius Open. Uh, back in December, uh, Nikolai was seven under after round one of the uh, uh, Qatar uh, uh, um, Commercial Bank Qatar Masters that's going on currently. I don't know how he's getting on in round two. In fact, I'm going to have a quick look whilst we're uh, in real time. Oh, he's having a shocker round two. He's two over. He's two over. So he's still in the top 20 at the minute um, in, in Qatar. But uh, those two are just only 18. Nikolai and Rasmus are only 18. Rasmus already won. Uh, there's some serious, serious talent. And then you've got obviously Sami Valimaki from uh, from Finland. And then Sweden. I mean, Sweden's always had a bunch of uh, decent players um, already. But Marcus Kinnolt, who's already won on the European Tour, he won the British Masters last year at Hillside. Um, he's only 23 years old. So all these guys are all under the age of 25. In fact, I think they're all under the age of 23. So um, Scandinavian golf is delivering at the minute and it'll be fascinating to watch how these guys uh, continue pro- to progress. And uh, yeah, each and every year, it feels like the um, European and PGA Tours are getting younger and younger and the talent is coming through. And uh, it's certainly pleasing to watch. And I know Thomas Bjorn is loving it. Um, Thomas Bjorn has to be one of the best followers on Twitter, by the way, if you like your, uh, particularly in a Ryder Cup year, at Thomas Bjorn Golf. Get yourself watching him. He's uh, um, he's very funny, dry, sarcastic sense of humour. Uh, you can tell he's been hanging around with too many Brits for too long. Um, so uh, fair play to him. Um, and I suppose the only other bit, little thing I wanted to touch on is um, I saw some comments from Rory McIlroy again this morning, um, just with regards. To, you know, he was interviewed after his round last night, where he had a sterling first round in the Arnold Palmer Invitational, um, six under uh, through uh, through round one. Um, it just he's just he's a quality dude, isn't he? I mean, he's a great golfer, but he's just an even better person. And just such a great ambassador for the game of golf. Um, we need to just wrap him up and be kind to him because he's just so good, so honest up front. Gives um, he was talking a, a bit about the uh, the Premier Golf League and and just look, you know, for him it's not right uh, you know it's not something that he's interested in exploring um you know he feels the pga tour's done a good job to date and he values making decisions on when he plays and doesn't play golf um and that's something to him that's more important than all the millions and millions of dollars that potentially will come uh, with this new league and i think that's just it's really refreshing when you get somebody who 
happy to speak up and be upfront and honest. He never shies away from a difficult question. Um, he's just a, a, a really... It's just a guy you just want to root for. And I'm really, really hoping that he gets back on the major trail. Obviously, if he can win the uh, the Masters this year and close off the, the slam, that would be unbelievable. I just want him to get to get another win. Uh, he's someone I've always, always admired. Um, and uh, yeah, he's just such a quality, quality individual, more so than a, you know, even more so than a than a golfer. Um, and as I mentioned, so he he's obviously playing this week in the Arnold Palmer Invitational, uh, as it stands at the minute. And I'm getting it up because they're teeing off in round two. So let's see if anything exciting's happened so far. So no, Matt Avery's still. Um, leading at seven under with uh, Rory right behind at six under and Taylor Gooch at uh, five under. Taylor Gooch is having a great season so far this year. Um, you know, he's someone I didn't, didn't really hear much about, but he seems to be there or thereabouts every week, as is Scotty Scheffler. Um, he is a he is quality. He's uh, uh, four under at the minute. So um, I know the guys who went out early yesterday morning had the better of the weather. The wind really picked up in the afternoon and the afternoon scores were not very good. Uh, as shown by Tommy, unfortunately Tommy Fleetwood had a, a disastrous start yesterday. Uh, first round, he was um, uh, four over par for his round. He started off okay. He's birdied the first hole this morning, so three under. But he's going to have to go some to uh, to make the cut, um, which will be a shame because that'll obviously break his streak. But um, uh, I think it's been a it's been, it'll be an interesting tournament. I'm I'm going to back Rory to go back to back Arnold Palmer. Actually, no, he didn't win the Arnold Palmer. Sorry, he won the players, didn't he, last year? It was Molinari who won. Although he did, I think he did win a couple of years ago the Arnold Palmer, if I remember rightly. Anyway, I fancy Rory, Rory to uh, to get the job done this uh, this week. But um, I'll also be keeping an eye out on uh, Tyrrell Hatton and Ian Poulter, who've had uh, good starts as well at four under and two under respectively. So fingers crossed that they'll uh, have good weekends. And from um, a European Tour perspective, we've obviously got the Commercial Bank Qatar Masters this week. A European Tour has literally just announced that the uh, the Magical Kenyan Open next week has been canned because of coronavirus. Um, I think that's likely to potentially impact the, uh, the Hero Indian Open in a couple of weeks too, I would have thought. Um, but at the minute, at the top of the leaderboard, you have at 10 under par through two rounds, you've got Andy Sullivan and Jorge Campillo. Campillo's got a few holes left, so he may pull away. And then you've got a bunch of, okay, you've got Marcus Kinnelt, um, uh, Alexander Bjork, uh, Joost Leuten, uh, and Romain Longasque at nine under par. So it looks like quite a decent leaderboard. Uh, for European Tour who am I going to go with I'm going to pick somebody out of that lot I'm going to go with the Frenchman Roman Longasque he's one shot back a couple of holes left to play seven under for his round so far today uh, I did, he did get to ten under earlier on I saw that much um, so he's obviously dropped a shot in the last uh, 20 minutes or so um, but Roman Longasque I'm going to go for uh, for this weekend I hope actually yeah Roman Longasque but I'm glad that Sully's doing well he's, uh, he's a quality quality lad he's an even better follow on uh, on Twitter as well so there you go I'm going Roman Longaskin not very um, yeah I'm not going out of the box by saying Rory am I really with the Arnold Palmer Invitational why don't I pick somebody else let's pick somebody else last minute I'll have a quick look GMAC let's go GMAC why not stay in Northern Ireland GMAC to, uh, to get it done uh, this weekend anyway so look that's it I wanted to get a podcast out it's a bit uh, short and sharper and a little, little bit less about a preview but uh, look, enjoy the golf this weekend hopefully uh, Azinger 
can manage to keep his foot out of his mouth and stop offending everybody outside the US. Um, but I think it's good for the game of golf to have these types of discussions. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the European Tour and PGA Tours are very valid in their own right. I would counter that actually the European Tour offers a better value in terms of um, defining a golfer's pure golf skill uh, because of the completely different courses and countries that they play in week in week out but you can't you can't argue with the money and the prestige that the PGA Tour brings uh, which as an extension of that will bring the best players to it so uh, he is right that the best players uh, need to win on the PGA Tour to somewhat validate their credentials in the very top of golf but uh, at the end of the day the way he delivered it was moronic at best so there you go Um, enjoy the golf this weekend I shall uh, be back next week to preview the players and I might try and get uh, a couple of special guests to help me with that okay enjoy your weekends cheers Thank you.